Welcome back to Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave. Here with me, as always, my boys, Anthony Moose. Hello! Oh, same time. A simultaneous hello. I love it. <laughs> Guys, for the first time ever, I'm repeating beers on the episode. Yeah, I've always ah. had a different beer every time, but since the Galactic Space Dragon is winning currently in our Instagram poll, go vote on it. Between uh, this one and the Muskoka beer moose, the Mad Dave, Tom. what are the votes at? Um, it's seventy five percent for Galactic Space Dragon. Mm, so nice. a lot. There's been literally uh, ten thousand votes so far. I think. Just kidding. But <laughs> but we um, with your help, winning, it could so. be. It could be. Uh, it looks like Galactic viewers like you. It looks <laughs> like you you and I reverse roles today. So you have a repeat. Usually I repeat with the Michelob Ultra, but yeah, but tonight... I'm repeating with a I'm repeating with a beer, Anthony. Uh, oh, 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 you're so funny. But uh, today I have a Quebec beer, white IPA, 6.4%, uh, La Voix Malte. Ah, bonjour, Anthony. The Malte voice. From uh, Produit du Saguenay. Saguenay, oh, Saguenay, Lac Saint-Jean. Ah, très bien, très bien. Très bien. That was, I, uh, that was I a good am, Parisian accent. <laughs> I am, of course, doing a repeat because I have a 50-pack in the basement. So, uh, <laughs> rocking the Heineken, boys. <laughs> I got a 50-pack. You know, the usual 50-pack. How long does that usually last you, Moose? A weekend? It's like, uh, that's, the, that's the base number at Costco. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the lowest amount you can get of Heineken's. They're not giving it up. They're giving it out in multiples of 50s. 50, 100, 150 is what you get. <laughs> oh, goodness. For a while, you could get 20 bucks off if you got two 50 packs. Well, that's just a great deal. Oh I mean, that God. just makes economic sense. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, awesome. Hey, did you guys hear uh, training camps started? Training camps Ooh. have started. People are, in, people are in pads, helmets. They're hitting each other. And consequently, people are getting injured. And I'm sure that's, you know, freaking everybody out a little bit as they approach their drafts. Their drafts could be this weekend. I'm, sh- I'm sure a lot of people are drafting between now and right, b- right before the season starts. So let's talk about some of the recent injuries and if we're concerned about them or not. Nick Chubb reportedly left practice with a concussion. Are you guys concerned about that having any for concussion tests? Are you concerned that that's a real thing? Um, well, you never know with concussions. Like it's it seems like he'll be fine. But uh, it's definitely something to look out for. You don't know if it's a serious one or or if it can put him out for some time or how prone he'll be to them after. But I think he'll be okay, so I'm not worried. Yeah, the big concern is in-season concussions. Yeah. <clears throat> Fair. And I heard uh, a recent report that he was back in meetings. And if you can do a, a Zoom meeting or an in-person meeting, you know, with the lights and listening for an hour, yeah, that's you're probably it. okay. You're probably Okay. Another one, another running back one was Miles Sanders. What was his injury, Moose? What did you say? He has a lower body injury. Right, which mm-hmm. sounds like something like the GM of the Montreal Canadiens would say, like a hockey injury. So is there any concern there? For me, I would say there's big concern because, you know, if they don't know what it is for a running back, if the lower body's injured, you know, it's something to be concerned about. <laughs> it's usually your your mode of transportation. <laughs> The yeah. lower region is is for a running back usually pretty important. And plus, yeah, M- so uh, Moose and I are already low on him. So with this, we're we're definitely avoiding him. I'm high on Miles yeah. Sanders, so I'm I, 
It's too bad. It's uh, so. Are we'll you see. worried? Yeah, I mean, like if I had to draft today, I don't know what I would do. I'd probably move him down the list and uh, go to the next guy. Um, because you just don't know. It's concerning. Okay, but uh, yeah, something to be aware of. So if you're dra- if you're drafting right now, Miles Sanders potentially injured. We'll see how that shapes up, and in the next few days, maybe if if they sign uh, Devonta Freeman, then we know it's really serious. Because you're not going to sign Devonta Freeman unless it's serious. <laughs> Uh, although, one. although yep. it's a, that's a good thing to note, Dave. Yeah, it's also key to note Boston Scott and Corey Clement are also there. Both yep. can be. Is it Clement or Clement? Clement. Uh, Clement, I think. Clement. Clement? Okay. Corey Clement. 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 Yeah. Clement. He drinks. Clement. Beer. He drinks beer from Saguenay. Um, <laughs> that was didn't sound French. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of me. Um. Yeah, Boston Scott. I think Boston Scott has value either way because he is—he's the backup, right? And in especially in PPR formats, big time, big time. Yeah. The other injury was to Tyreek Hill, tweaked something, jogged off the field, did not return to practice. What do you guys think there? Uh, I mean, if he jogged off the field, it's you know probably soreness, something of that nature. I think until. Until we get like a real report, he's had these types of injuries before. Yeah, he had one last year, same kind of thing. Could be a hamstring. Um, but I mean, it's it's almost the same as um, Miles Sanders. You know, he, he, Tyreek's Hill. Uh, it's his legs. Tyreek's he's all speed. <laughs> Tyreek's Hill. <laughs> Tyreek's Hill. Hill. It's like a hill that belongs to him. We're like, hey, did you guys uh, see that hill? Who owns that hill? That's Tyreek's. Tyreek's. That's Tyreek's hill. <laughs> um Tyreek Hills is his legs are uh he's the cheetah. He needs yeah. them. Yeah. And he's like, I, I feel like his muscles are so explosive and powerful that like at any moment they just pop like they're inhuman. That's um it. yeah, so I mean it's a little concerning, but we'll see how it uh how it shapes up. To be fair, his jogging off the field is probably one of our full sprints. So like if you were there watching it, you probably weren't too concerned. Because as he's jogging off, he'd be like at full speed next to him trying to keep up. So you see, probably okay. All right. Anything else in the news you guys want to touch on? Well, you know, I'm just tooting my own horn here. But I I won two leagues last year. And in my keeper, I have Michael Gallup. I had the Michael Gallup on both teams. And I have him in my dynasty. And Mike McCarthy keeps saying how Michael Gallup is a number one in his eyes. And his tape is ridiculous. So I just feel even better about Michael Gallup. And yeah. I would say what? don't yeah. don't count him out because of C.D. Lamb. No, 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 no. There's plenty of targets to go around on the best offense in the league last year. And, you know, Randall Cobb had over 80 targets last year. Is C.D. Lamb going to get more than 80 targets? And that's Randall Cobb. That's right. Right. <laughs> Rain but my, my point is, CeeDee Lamb probably, uh, gets, probably thing, get that number, right? There's only one thing to be said about Randall Cobb on this podcast. <gasps> one, He's two, old. Oh, I, wanted to, oh. I wanted to do it together. I knew what you were going at. <laughs> I knew what you were driving at. It's it's funny how quickly people get old in the NFL, but it's a tough sport. It's a tough sport. Yeah, uh, Michael Gallup's great. He could be the, the number one guy on Dallas, man. The attention's paid to Cooper with good old Boomer Boss Cooper. Yeah, their stats were pretty uh, similar. similar last year. Very similar, wildly similar. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's get into some rankings. Let's I dive wish we had, tax, I wish we had like a, a drum roll to 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 roll into these rankings. Jordan, you know, maybe that can be your second project after you, you know, finish our intro music. 
Still nothing. I, I don't know if we can call him out on every episode. I, I think uh, it should be a recurring thing. Well, you know, like uh, I'll be honest. I want to call him out. I just wanted to see how you guys felt about it. <laughs> I'm pretty. I, I, I think it's, I'm okay with it. It's a recurring that, joke. That like, intro, who knows? Either, either, either he's going to get it done for us, or we'll be next year still talking, still complaining that Jordan doesn't have. We might have different intro music from someone else, and still complaining that Jordan hasn't supplied intro music for us. <laughs> so, drum roll from Jordan. Our top 24 wide receiver rankings consensus. All right, here we go. So we'll start with the top 12, which would be in our in a 12-team league, our wide receiver number one. Number one overall, Michael Thomas. Big surprise. He had about 1,000 targets last year. He's going to have, uh, you know, 1,000 again. He is definitely the number one wide receiver to go for. Number two, Julio Jones. Number three, Devontae Adams. Number four, Tyreeks Hill. Number five, Chris Godwin. <laughs> Number six, DeAndre Hopkins. Number seven, Kenny Galladay. Number eight, Amari Cooper, who we just talked about. Number nine, Adam Thielen. Number 10, Mike Evans. Number 11, Odell Beckham Jr. And number 12, Allen Robinson, Roman numeral duh. That is our top 12. Uh, and those would be our wide receiver ones. Now, also next, for yeah. uh, David, you can't yeah. just, we got to translate for the American audience and our UK audience. Duh is Roman numeral two. Yeah, I'm, I I think most of them know it. I think most of them know it. But that's fair to translate for those who don't speak French. But un, deux, trois, I think people know that. You know, uno, dos, tres. Here we go. Um, wide receiver two. So the 13 through 24. Coming in hot at number 13, my guy, A.J. Brown. Number 14, Juju Smith-Schuster. 15, Cooper Cup. 16, DJ Moore. Spinning those beats. Number 17, DK Metcalf. Number 18, Robert Woods. It's already plural, so Tyreek Hills, Tyreek Hills, Robert Woods. We're good there. It's, it's a forest. It's Roberts's Woods. <laughs> it's Roberts's Woods. Yeah, there you go. Uh, number 19, DJ Chark Jr. Number 20, Calvin Ridley. Number 21, Keenan Allen. Number 22, Stefan Diggs. 23, Tyler Lockett. And number 24, Moose's guy, Scary Terry McLaurin rounding out our top 24 those rankings will be up on the gram and twitter um as early as tomorrow we'll have our graphics up moose is working hard on graphics he's gonna have some beauty beauties up for us tomorrow so you'll be able to review those but we just wanted to list them so you know what we're talking about now time to get into where we disagreed in these top 24 you guys ready for this i think so oh yeah all right let's let's keep it gentlemanly but fiery first up Coming in at our consensus ranking nine, Adam Thielen. And our consensus is matches the sleeper uh, ranking at nine. Anthony has him at 10. Moose has him at eight. And Dave is all there alone, ranking him at 18. Ugh. He's, 18 he's is so outrageous. So low, so out there. I know. I'm surprised he's nine on sleeper, actually. But um, so... I'll start wow. since I'm the outlier at 18. Listen, Adam Thielen's a phenomenal receiver. Um, he's, he's not according to you. No, he's great. <laughs> he's a great receiver. Last year, he's, he suffered some injuries, right? So my main concern is him returning to 100% health and 100% form on an offense that doesn't throw the ball that much. That's going to rely on running and defense. So those are my major concerns. And with Justin Jefferson now there, you know, Stefan Diggs was was pretty good last year. I think Justin Jefferson will fill that role in. I just don't. I'm concerned that Thielen won't get the volume needed to be a top 10 guy. And I'm concerned about him, um, his injuries, especially a hamstring injury that can really uh, hamper a wide receiver. So 
I'm Could, okay putting him lower and not and not ranking them high um, and being wrong on him um, and being proven wrong. But you know, prove me wrong, guys. Why? Why? Uh, why would? He, why should we? Can, why should we draft him as a top ten? He, here's the thing. Um, so yes, he did miss games last season, but the two prior seasons, he finished ten or above in half PPR. We're talking about here, and he played all sixteen games. This was the first season where he was. Uh, uh, last year was the first season he was pretty much hindered by injuries. Now, I don't think any of them are significant enough to be able to assume that we should drop him to the 18th ranked wide receiver out of all the wide receivers. This guy is a remarkable talent. If you look at his uh, points per uh, fantasy points per game last season, uh, he started off really well and had just one bust game out of, like, I think uh, six or seven. So, like, they have to throw the ball. Like, if if he's down at 18th, like, I don't know where you have Jefferson right now, but yeah, they're, they're, they're going to run. They're going to, the offense is going to move through the running backs, but they got to throw the ball and cousins loves throwing the ball and Thielen is going to be the ones to get those targets. So yeah, like so to drop him, I can see him dropping, but 18th, uh, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit nuts there. I would have to agree with Anthony on most of those points. Um, you know, last year injury, um, so he didn't do so well, but the two years prior, um, you know, he was seeing 143 and 155 targets with Stefan Diggs there with Kyle Rudolph there. So I don't see why he, he can't repeat a performance like that again. I think those were years where, um, Mike Zimmer was upset about the offensive game plan. They were throwing the ball too much. And last year we saw them revert to his style, his preferred style, which is, uh, run a run first offense, so they had way fewer pass attempts last year. So that is something to yeah, to but factor. but uh, but again, he was on pace. He was like ranked in the top five or something for the first few games in the season. Like even if it was reduced, was he? he was. St- I I got yeah. fantasy points ten, seven and a half, seventeen, zero for his first four games. Twenty five, uh, twenty five in game five. Are you looking at half eleven PPR? eight? Oh, maybe it's standard. Maybe it's standard. Oh, you're right. It's standard. Switch it to half point. I recall that there was a 19 and a 28 in there as well. Yeah. 11, 10, 19, 16, 28. Those were his first five. So pretty decent. Oh, decent. 16, 19, 28. Oh, just decent. Listen, man. I'm not like, I don't want to rag on him. I just, it's tough to put him ahead of the guys that I put ahead of him. And I mean, we got a lot of breakout candidates that are coming. If we're talking. Uh, you know, baseline touchdown on a couple of points at least each game. He was getting at least one touchdown almost every game that he played. Yeah. So I, I think he's he's pretty reliable, you know, as a wide receiver. When was he getting today. a touchdown per game? You mean last year? Last year. Okay. Pri- prior to the injury, six, of course. Prior to the injury? Okay. Anyways, we'll see how he bounces back. Um, you know, if I'm wrong, good on him. Um, but I'd rather take uh, some breakout candidates ahead of him. But that's just me. You guys, the listeners, can decide on their own where they would take Adam Thielen. But there's no question that he's uh, he's a good wide receiver. That's for sure. All right. Anything else on Thielen? No, man. Hit us with the next one. Yeah. Okay. Next one is OBJ. Our consensus 11. Sleeper ranked 18. Anthony has him at 18. I have him at 8. Moose has him at 12. So Moose is kind of in that medium ground. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll kick this one off because I uh, 
I just want to expand on those three letters that you uh, you just said. Um, <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. is the mm-hmm. wide receiver we're talking about for uh, the folks listening who, you know, may not have memorized everybody's names just yet. And uh, I have Odell Beckham as my number twelve. Uh, I feel that he could easily be in the top ten, but for me, there's lots of questions in Cleveland. I wasn't too impressed with his season last year. However, you know. When he broke out, I, uh, you know, I sort of spotted him in, in New York and, you know, he ended up being an extreme talent. And I, I think he can produce that again. Um, and I think this year might be that year. Yeah. And like I, I'm banking on, so I have him the highest at eight, which is, is, is very high. But I think there's no question that he has the talent to be the best receiver in the league. Okay. Not just, not just a wide receiver one on your team. He has the talent to be the best wide receiver in the league. Yes, Baker Mayfield struggled last year. The offense struggled. I think they're going to be improved this year. Um, I think with Kevin Stefanski there, they're they're already done a job in terms of coaching to improve. Um, I think I expect Baker to bounce back and be better. And, you know, the thing that people forget is that OBJ was playing with an abdominal tear that required surgery. And he's playing the whole year with that. So if you look at, you know, the fact that he had 133 targets last year, only caught 74 of those. I see that going up, his catch percentage going up. I think his targets will still be way up there. He only caught four TDs, which is very unlike um, Odell. So I see that going up. And, you know, he's still a 1,000-yard receiver last year, and I think he'll that'll return. Uh, that'll even increase uh, next year as well because his talent cannot hold him back. I think if he's healthy, um, we'll see him return to the top 10. So I'm banking yeah, well, on a few things I think there, a- but... I think you're right on all those points, Dave. And I think a big part of the disaster last year in Cleveland was uh, was the coaching. Good all right, afraid. but uh, yeah, let, let me get my two cents in here because you were worried in. you 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 were worried about Thielen and his injury and his injuries, which was only one season. Now Odell Beckham had a great start to his career. He finished sixth in half PPR. Anthony, in his I, first have to, year. I have to interrupt since you're you're starting with the start of his career and in injuries. He actually missed the first half of his first year with a with a terrible hamstring injury. His first full season. Oh no, no, no. But you didn't let me finish. I'm I'm saying my stat. He finished sixth with twelve games, right? He finished then fifth in 2015, 15 games, fourth, 2016 playing 16 games then the next three years 2017 2018 2019 he finished 83rd ranked wide receiver 16th and 26th playing four games 12 games and 16 games now he has injury problems oh he had abdominal pain last year even though he played all 16 games but this is like when we were talking about t uh, uh ty hilton like he's played almost full seasons, but he plays hurt. So for the last three years, Odell Beckham hasn't done anything and he's been injured in those three seasons as well. So like, I think he's a remarkable talent because we've seen it before, but to put him as your potential RB1, like I know you're saying that you're not necessarily going to draft him as the eighth wide receiver, but you think he'll finish there. To me, that that's a longer shot than Thielen finishing in the top because it's been three years since he's done it three years and three years of injuries it's a bold statement for sure anthony but i definitely think it's in the realm of possibility it's a hot but he take, has the but here's the thing it. who's more talented adam thielen or odell beckham jr uh odell beckham but 
Yes. Uh, Thielen has been more consistent than Odell Beckham over the past three years. So if you're going sure. by what has happened in recent times, Odell Beckham hasn't performed. Landry has played better than he has in the past two years. I don't know, guys. I only see one conclusion to this, and I think someone's got to make a bet. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I'll uh, go. He will finish outside Odell the top Beckham 12. Jr. as a as a wide receiver one by the end of the year, top twelve. Or uh, uh, should we say finishes higher than Adam Thielen? All right, I'll take that. All right, that's a beer bet. That's an on-air podcast boys. beer bet. Write it down. Put it in your notebooks. I so got, it I just OBJ, you got if they Thielen. finish wherever, but it just our guy has to finish above the other. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair. I'll take that. And, uh, injuries don't matter. So if you know if Obel, Odell gets injured, Adam gets injured, doesn't matter. That counts. Hey man, one of us might be in. Uh, if we can make enough of these beer bets by the end of the season, we might have a real good podcast, guys. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and I have I have one thing to say. Yeah, I think we have more coming up. Ooh, oh, might be. I see. Moose, go right ahead. Lead into the next one. Take it. I don't want to lead it. Okay, I'll lead into it. So uh, the <laughs> next player we're going to talk about this one, you know, it's uh, this one might be a heated debate here. Oh, we're going to uh, it's DJ Moore for the Carolina Panthers. Chicka 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 DJ Moore. So I have uh, DJ Moore. Uh, rated pretty low, maybe maybe a little too low, even uh, even for me. But I have him at twenty eighth. Anthony Jesus has him at eleventh, and uh, Dave has him at ninth. <laughs> Indeed. So uh, who wants the lead? Uh, I'm going to start this one All off. All right. Um. Jeez. Uh, I guess like <laughs> I don't know where to start because like Moose can go anywhere with this. So I'm just going to say what I think or why I think he rated him so low. Like, yes, Bridgewater is new on a new team. Um, and they're, they're going to be new coach. new coach. But the thing is, DJ True. Moore was a, a go-to guy last year with uh, Kyle Allen at QB. Bridgewater is definitely a step up. Yes, okay, Bridgewater didn't play a full season last year. But he's still a step up from Kyle Allen. And they paid him the money to come there, be the top guy to throw the ball down the field. We know that the other guys on the team, they have other talented receivers like Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel, but Curtis, uh, Robbie Anderson new to the team, by the way, but Curtis Samuel didn't do anything. Like people thought he was going to be a sleeper last year, breakout candidate. He didn't do anything. He like, if you reach for him, you failed. So DJ Moore (laughs) is the guy. DJ Moore is a great pass catcher and he's extremely talented. And, even if they're not going to be tossing the ball down the field like every game, like he's going to get all the targets and he's going to make those catches and he's a tough guy to tackle. So he will get in the end zone. To, and I don't think, like, I put him at 11th, like kind of like uh, Dave's uh, Odell Beckham there. Like, I think he'll finish a, in the top 12. Except but, I'm on your side this time, Anthony. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Dave has him even higher at ninth. I haven't no sides him. here. There's no sides here. We're just uh, this is just where I take him. I, no, I you're, right, I just, you're, uh, right, you're right. We're we're all on the same um, podcast team. Yeah, I, I just DJ Moore <laughs> is is not on the radar for me. And why? Okay, is so that? listen, Moose. He finished 18th last year. So why do you expect him to move down to 28? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I, okay. I I just I'm not I'm not confident in in Teddy. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's also there, you know, I don't know for me, I'm just, 
I don't know. I just, I just, when I was doing my rankings, DJ Moore, uh, he just fell. He just and fell new, right down. You know, it's tough to do rankings. It's so hard because, and that's where the tiers, tiers come into play. So having ranking, you know, cert, grouping certain players together in a tier, because a touchdown here or there could really drop someone down in the rankings at the end of the year. Um, and you're not wrong. Teddy Bridgewater and Matt Rule, new QB, new coach, but this guy's talented. There were, there were parts last year where he was a, a top five, top 10 wide receiver and he had 135 targets last year 1100 yards only four tds I see that coming up and uh, he's only you know he's going into his third year so i only see him getting better i think he's really i think this is his year to emerge as one of the top wide receivers in the league um but i get moose's point carolina could really suck this year right so it's tough being on a poor offense and supporting the best running back for fantasy and then also a top 12 wide receiver for fantasy on a on a you know crappy offense so I get that point. Something to be aware of, but I think uh, he will. His talent will age. Yeah, the, the key. The key point is here is I don't. I don't think he's untalented or, you know, won't have a good fantasy season. But uh, he just fell down the rankings for me. Um, you know, I just think there's better wide receivers. Fair enough. There's more than just him. That was yes. a soft one. That was exactly. A soft one. But you know, I'm trying, trying. Let's get into. Wide receiver number four on our list, which is Roberts Woods. Or Robert <laughs> Woods. <laughs> you love that one. Eh? Uh, he's our consensus rank 18. He's, hey, our consensus ranks end up pretty close to Sleeper. So at least, you know, our, our platform and our consensus are pretty similar. Um, because Sleeper, he's 19th. Anthony has him at 21. I have him at 12. And Moose also has him at 21. So you guys are tied there. So I'm the odd man out. I guess I'll go first. Listen, I love Robert Woods. Okay. He is a super consistent wide receiver, um, especially in PPR type formats or half point PPR formats. And the reason that he, to me, the big reason he was lower last year was his start of the start of the year was rough, but he really came on strong towards the end of the year. And his touchdown total was way too low for how many yards he was getting. I see that coming way up. So if you look at last year, he had 139 targets, which is huge. He had 90 receptions. If you're getting 90 receptions, you're in the ballgame. 90 receptions is huge in half-point or PPR. 1,100 yards, only two TDs. That, that's got to come up. That's got to come up. Like, if you give him six TDs, even just another four TDs, talking another 24 points in fantasy, he's going to skyrocket up those rankings. So, um, you know, and he's done, no, like, nothing but be productive in that L.A. Rams offense over the past three years. So... I see, I see Robert Woods being a sneaky top 12 wide receiver this year. Hmm. You want to take this one or you want to go? Cause I'm pretty, uh, pretty fired up now. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're all, they're all valid points, but, uh, I just want to give you a cold cup of reality. Oh, and, let's uh, see if we have the same point here. I think we might. <laughs> well, I don't know for, for me, Cooper cup is, is the guy in LA and the multitude of new running backs that are coming in. Um, you know, I think that might talking about run heavy teams. I think they might be going back in that direction. Um, not to mention Josh Reynolds breakout candidate as well. Josh Reynolds. You're going to hit me with the Josh Reynolds. Like I get Cooper cup, Cooper. And they're two really tight ends. Good. They're two tight ends. Uh, you know, small little breakout close to the end of the season last year. Oh man. That's but the, what I have to say is Robert well, Woods I, has only finished in the top 10 once. Besides that, he was like, what, 17th last year? Two years ago, he was 32nd or 34th? Like, It took him there, five years to get there, too. 
Yeah, and like there's only one year where he's performed in the top ten, and like 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 Moose said, I totally agree. You're with living him. Cooper past, Cups Anthony. then the past. <laughs> one year's year. a new year. It's a new year, man. It's a new year, but but if you're if you're career has been outside the top 10 and you finish once now you're putting him where did you rank him 12th 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 yeah. you're saying he is a rb1 over like you would take him over wide cooper cup one wide receiver one but yes so cooper cup was healthy last year when he was not when he missed most of the season two years ago was when robert woods was in the top 10 cooper cup came back robert woods was not rel- well he was He's a, he was a good RB, low RB2 flex or middle round RB2 and a flex option. But Cooper Cup's the guy. Cooper Cup's going to get the touchdowns. That's why Robert Woods only had two touchdowns last year. Well, you could say that because Cooper Cup had 10 last year. Robert Woods only had two. But I think if you had 10 last year, that's going to return down. That's going to, we're going to see a negative regression. I think Robert Woods is going to see a positive regression back to the mean. And I think we're going to see those those two guys even out a little bit. Like Cooper Cup's very good. There's no question. But I see Robert Woods bouncing back next year. Yeah. The the other factor with Robert Woods too is Jared Goff. Bit of a wild card. Bit of a wild card. Decent QB though. And LA threw the ball 632 times last year. So I don't see that with Todd Gurley there. I know Todd Gurley was hampered a little bit with injuries, but I see them throwing the ball still, even with their three or four running backs that they're going to employ. Yeah, I, I don't I don't usually like this term or or statement, but uh, I think LA has the too many mouths to feed situation going on. Yeah, fair. But did they not have that last year? No, I wouldn't say so. I mean, they had Gurley, they had Gurley. Now they have you know a, a committee of of less potentially less talented backs than Gurley. They have the same wide receivers essentially. So. I don't know if it's too many mouths to feed on that Sean McVay hard knocks offense. And, you know, Robert Woods had had more targets than Cooper Cup last year. He was targeted more, 139 to 134. Um, I think it's really those TDs that made the difference between the two, and I think Woods is coming up. They also run the ball with Woods a couple times on some sweeps, so he can get some rushing touchdowns too. I think you'll be surprised. I'm willing to make another beer bet. I like Woods versus Cup beer bet. Are you serious Ooh. right now? Against of course both I'm serious. Of I'm going to put my, you, my beer where my mouth is. I'm gonna put my beer where my mouth is. I, I can't believe you I have Woods ranked. I have Woods ranked higher than Cup. Um, okay, so but are you are you willing to take the bet against both of us? Which means if you lose, you have to <laughs> smack open two cans of beer and chug them at the same time. Yeah, same time. I mean, yeah. can I yeah, like, two? Like, How am I gonna fit it in my mouth? No, no. You gotta you know do what? like the you gotta do like the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I guess we'll have, to, exactly. we'll have to we'll have to start doing video. But uh, okay, Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin. Fair enough. All right, I beer bet the both of you. Robert Woods finishes higher than Cooper Cup this year. Oh man, oh man, stamp it's it happened. in the sand. Get, listen, so wait, wait. You're, what is you're, it? You're nothing if you're not if you're not putting your money where your mouth is, right? So <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, Robert Woods finishes higher than Cooper Cup. Okay. Any day I take that half point PPR. Yeah. All right, we're doing it. Bingo bongo. Uh, do we want to do one more, guys, before we sign off? Quick one. Um, yeah, we can yeah. do one more. We do one more. All right. All right, digs this. Um, ranked 22 consensus, Stefan Diggs. Uh, he's 24 on sleeper. Anthony also has it as 22, which is our consensus. I have him at 25. Moose has him at 11. <laughs> so, Moose, it's your turn to take the heat. I feel like I've been taking a lot of heat. Uh, it's your turn, buddy. All I have to say is, can you dig, dig it? it? 
it. Um, I think uh, Stefan Diggs as the wide receiver one in Buffalo, I think he's going to have a phenomenal season. There's already uh, some footage of Josh Allen making great passes to Stefan Diggs. Uh, people argue that, oh, Buffalo, not so good at passing. But if you take a look at the past couple of years, they've had no receivers uh, to pass it to. Now they have Stefan Diggs, who's a quality receiver, uh, very talented in uh, Minnesota, where it was stated earlier, they're not a pass-heavy team. Um, you know, And I think uh, in Buffalo, he is going to be amazing. I mean, Moose, they had Cole Beasley last year, so I don't know how you're going to throw him under the bus like that. They had talented wide receivers. And John Brown. Year. And John Brown. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yeah, John Brown is the more serious candidate there. The speedy John Brown. Anthony, you want um, you want to retort? Yeah, like I I think I got to give kudos to to Moose here because I'm I've been a huge fan of Stefan Diggs for a long time and I've always wanted him to be that top that that RB one um, and he hasn't really gotten there for me. Um, I put him at twenty two, but I, I don't have the balls in this case to put him as that rb1 <laughs> like i don't i i think wr like musa said rb anthony it's throwing me off man i said rb you keep saying oh, RB. wide receiver my bad it's my okay. bad it's okay I forgive um you. but yeah so moose makes some great points like they didn't really have a receiving core but i think cole beasley and john brown are decent enough to to be the support to stefan diggs and to free up stefan diggs um, I do think now there, there's uh, there's um, rumors coming out that Zach Moss is looking like a like he's making some incredible catches too. Back, yeah. yeah, so I don't know what that means for Singletary, but they got Singletary, Zach Moss, John Brown, Cole Beasley, Stephon Diggs. They, they're a well-rounded team. Um, I, because it hasn't happened for Stephon Diggs yet, I can't put him that high. So I put him at 22, but I expect him to finish higher than where I ranked him. I don't know if well, he'll that's be a, a cop out. Uh, but I don't think he'll. Out. I don't think he'll be a top twelve though. I don't think he'll be where Moose has him. I think he'll be, you know, um, a high end RB two. Okay, he's uh, going to be a running back this season, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be no, a running wide back, receiver. He's playing running back. Did I say RB you, again? You, would you like to take? I'll take that beer bet any day. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, so you know, this is Moose's hot take. It's his turn to be on mm -hmm. the hot seat here. Um, listen, Buffalo last year, only 513 pass attempts, about half of those went to John Brown and Cole Beasley combined. So, and Cole Beasley is kind of that security blanket, short pass, third down type guy. I don't like, maybe that'll come down a little bit, but I see them staying up there. So now you got to feed Stefan Diggs coming in and Stefan Diggs is someone that's used to seeing well over hundred targets, uh, in order to produce last year, only 94 in 15 games the year before 150. Um, so I just don't know if he's going to get the volume in Buffalo to be super productive. He's definitely a weapon. He's definitely a good route runner, super fast, but I don't think they're going to be throwing the ball enough for him to be wide receiver 11. Um, and I, volume, I think volume is so him, important there. I think with him there, the volume goes up. It's like I, I said, there's going to, you think Buffalo's going to change their philosophy? Yes. Which like is why defense first and got their defense days. first run, run team. I don't, I don't think they're going to change their, their, Whole philosophy. Yeah, I don't think it'll change that much that he'll finish that high, but uh, but definitely they have an actual weapon now that 
that yeah, they I, can I don't use. Think, so. I don't think you go get Stefan Diggs not to throw him the ball. Yeah. Listen, it's a good point. They did give up a boatload of draft picks to get him. So they're definitely going to target him. He will be like, – he's going to be their top receiver. He's going to be the most targeted on the team. But is that going to be enough for him to be wide receiver 11? That's the question for listeners to decide. Anything else on Diggs? host says yes. <laughs> All right. Um, any words of parting words of wisdom, gentlemen, before we sign off? Yes. I would like to say that uh, probably next episode or next week, uh, we want to introduce a new segment called uh, Peter Piper Picked a Player. Because oh. if Peter Piper picked a pack of practicing players, a practicing <laughs> pack of players Peter would pick. Why don't you explain this? That's fantastic, by the way, Miss. But explain the segment a little further. So the uh, the idea behind the segment is that uh, you listeners out there will send us an email or hit us up on Instagram with uh, a player that you're interested in, or possibly a player that um, you know you want to pick, but you're undecided. You're worried about injuries. You're worried about you know how they're going to be used on the team. Maybe it's a breakout candidate. Send us an email, send us a message, and we'll break it down. We'll give you a shout out and, uh, you know, give you the information you're looking for. Yes. And that is at 3bfantasypod at at gmail.com, 3bfantasypod.com, 3bfantasypod on Twitter and Instagram. I love it. Peter Piper picked a player. Anthony? I can't say it right now. Peter Piper. I can't even say wide receiver. (laughs) (laughs) Peter Piper picked a player. There you there go. You <laughs> I thought you had. You also, else to I think up. you also get bonus points if uh, you leave us uh, a soundbite of you saying Peter Parker picked a player as fast totally. as you can. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, while we're on the shout out train, I, I neglected to shout out one of our Instagram commenters, Jay Perez two fifty four on Instagram. Shout out to him. He's talking about robust running backs, the only way to draft. We uh, tend to agree. Um, right. what else watch hard knocks We've got to tell the listeners to watch hard knocks oh yeah, yeah. if you're I've in canada watched it the airs first today two. yeah the zone and is two and days if you're late. in the u.s it aired what two days ago i think on tuesday okay well if you have hbo in canada you watched it on the day that it came out but yeah if you have the zone it's two days after the zone's late okay well, well you know you get on that hbo or the zone watch hard knocks um, and start prepping for that fantasy football draft. We know it's coming up soon. Keep listening. Keep checking in with us. If you have any questions or a Peter Piper picked a player, let us know. Yeah. That also send us an email if you want to be in the listener league. Okay. Yeah. we got to set that up ASAP. That about does it for us on this episode. That was a fun one, guys. That was definitely spicy, definitely heated. I had a good time. Um, listeners, spicy hopefully arugula. you enjoyed it. <laughs> spicy arugula. Hopefully you guys enjoyed A couple it. Uh, beer bets. Three, I guess, technically. If yeah, you maybe we should YouTube. start posting them on the Instagram. Yeah. What is, what three? Well, I bet I bet both of you guys that oh, okay. um Woods would yeah, finish yeah. hard in cup, and then I bet you, Anthony, that OBJ would finish hard in Thielen. All right, that about does it for us on this one. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Ciao.